Hi guys, it's Nature Valley and I'm back again with another podcast and I have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hey guys, my name is Mel and I am one of Nature Valley's best friends and we also used to be college roommates and now we're adulting in the real world and trying to like live our lives without being broke. So it's great. Absolutely. All right. So... (laughs) On today's episode, I wanted to ask you about how you feel about polyamory and monogamy and relationships in this day and age. Ooh, okay, I'm ready. So how do you feel? (laughs) Oh yeah, let's answer the question. Right, that's a podcast (laughs) or four. (laughs) Um, so I guess I'll start out with like kind of my I don't know how you'd say it, not relationship background, but just like what I view relationships. As, um, personally, I would identify as a monogamous, so I personally only look for, like, one significant other, um, or spouse, or whatever, um, but I know that there are other people who are polygamous, or, um, not Not polygamous, I guess, and you know, I'm fine with that, you know, love is love, it's just with me personally, like, I think monogamy for me is the best way because I know for me I can get really jealous really quickly I couldn't share my significant other with somebody um I'm an overthinker I have anxiety so like you know if they would do something or like I would see something I'd be like oh shit something's going on and I would just lose it and I think for me that's kind of why I like monogamy it's because you know, I've seen it with my parents and I see how beautiful it can be for one person to love you back. But I also know that, you know, we can have multiple soulmates in our lives. And <laughs> okay, by the way, guys, we're on the Chicago River right now and a huge yacht full of like white drunk people just Literally. walked by. I'm also white. So I think this is really, really funny. And they're, they're just underage. dancing and underage. And also like, how the hell do you get a yacht like that at that age? The can we privilege. just the privilege? Can we know? be like them? Can I'd like to be like in them. their place. Can I be their friend just for the nice. night? Not make an actual relationship, you know, just like hop on, give them a beer, and like let's call it a night. Maybe suck a dick or two. Right, right. But going back to the to the topic, <laughs> um, you know, I don't see anything wrong with polygamy, um, but I think that what is wrong with it is if somebody does take advantage of the whole concept. You know, um, if a man has multiple wives or girlfriends and kind of treats it like I don't know kind of like a pimp and hoe kind of situation I just think that is disgusting I don't think that's what a relationship should be but I do think polygamy can work if everybody is communicating and on the same um same in the same mindset so yeah I don't know Love is love. People can do what they want. I don't have a problem with it. You just have to communicate and make sure that that is what everybody wants, whatever it is. Yeah, so like, so a part of what I noticed that you said was that, and a lot of people say this, is like they couldn't be in a polyamorous relationship because of the jealousy that comes with it. But 
for me, <clears throat> as a polyamorous person, it's like we are jealous in every Like, I'm a jealous person, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. I get jealous with my friends. I get jealous if my mom isn't giving me as much attention as she's giving, like, my little brother or, like, my sisters or something like that. And mm-hmm. so it's like, why is jealousy something that um, determines whether or not you'll be in a polyamorous relationship? Um, just because I know with jealousy, I get really blindsided. Um, I can't share someone who I love, I guess, just because it just won't work for me. Um, I don't know, because then I would think that maybe they love me a little more and they, like, love me a little less. But then you think about, you know, relationships, parents with multiple kids and how do they deal with that? You know, like, you always hear about, like, oh, I'm... I'm so-and-so's favorite kid or whatever, that joke that runs around. And um, parents have to equally love their children. But I think with, like, a romantic relationship, it's a little different. You know, with romance, there's that element of making someone feel special. And for me, like, it's kind of selfish, but I want to be the one, the only one that feels special in a relationship. And I want that other person to feel special just for me. I want my love experience to be between just me and a person giving it 50-50, you know? I don't know. It's kind of complicated, but I know for me, I wouldn't do well with a polyamorous relationship. Like, I've seen that show um, on TLC, you know they got those shows, like... (laughs) with uh, the Mormons and Sister Wives. And I'm just like, how do these women do it? But then they have episodes where the women are like, you know, I can't really do this anymore. (laughs) And like, I can't share my husband. And I'm like, well, girl. uh, If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just know it it just wouldn't work for me. So as a person, um, so obviously I'm polyamorous, so I'm not going to keep saying that. But, um... I think what's interesting is, like, people consider, like, romantic relationships so distinctly different than... Oh, puppies! Okay, guys, puppies just walked by. There was a puppy in, like, a lady Uh, sweatshirt. Puppy! Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, like, we have multiple friends, right? So I remember when I was talking to Mel a while ago about how she had multiple best friends. And she and I couldn't understand the concept. Yeah, and it was just I like and I would get upset. I'm like, you can't have more than one best friend. Right. And I feel like I mean obviously it was selfish of me to say that, but I still feel that way because I wanna be you know what I mean, like the only best friend, but at the right, same time. That's like how I view romantic relationships. Right. But like it's weird. Yeah. It is it's really weird because I feel like in a lot of monogamous relationships people feel like they have ownership over the person that they're with. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I feel like it gets really unhealthy. Like oh, I understand. If I were talking to someone and they were to see someone else who maybe was attractive to them or somebody else that they maybe wanted to flirt with, I wouldn't want to hold them back. I wouldn't want to like restrict them from living a life that maybe I don't agree with fully or whatever just because uh-huh. I don't agree with it yeah. fully. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, no matter who we choose to be with, like, we're all human beings. We are going to find multiple people in this world to be very attractive, physically, mentally, emotionally. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, I don't think you would be human if you didn't. Um, But I think for 
a successful monogamous relationship and I can see why you consider like that ownership aspect yeah. to be concerning because I can see that too and unfortunately there are a lot of monogamous relationships like that which is very sad and I do not ever want to be in a relationship like that because I am an independent woman I am right. strong I um, can think for myself like uh uh-uh, uh I want someone else to not be my half but to be a better like a great addition to my life you know I don't want them to complete me as people say because you know I'm already complete by myself um but you know there has to be that communication where like with monogamy and it's hard these days too because we're in such different times than we were a hundred years ago where now we see relationships and sexualities in so many different ways Mm -hmm. um but there has to be that communication there has to be that understanding that you know you can think a guy is cute hey my mom thinks like uh uh whoa what's his face oh what's his face a singer she thinks a singer is cute i can't think of his name bon jovi she thinks bon jovi is hot right she lived she was born in the 80s and she thinks he's hot but she's not like oh my god i'm so attracted to him i want to date him and stuff oh you're good okay i was looking at it oh you're good but yeah it just has to be that clear communication like you are going to find other people that are attractive to you and you might think certain things about oh what if this and what if that but that's when you got to talk it out yeah you got to keep your relationship will keep evolving with that one person or multiple whether you like it or not yeah so i hope that answered your question kind of yeah it did i mean i think what's interesting is okay so a lot of times people get open relationships and polyamorous relationships Ooh, confused yeah. like they think they're um, synonymous yeah. and I think for a certain amount of time I thought that they were the same and yeah. and to an extent they are I mean I think the difference between an open relationship and a polyamorous relationship is like an open relationship there is the opportunity to date other people if there was a chance mm-hmm. um, you could be sexually intimate and romantically intimate and all of this type of stuff right. whereas a polyamorous person like literally is dating like I have like five girlfriends or something right, like that right. and they all mean just as much to me but just in different ways like right. like I have well that's not a good example <laughs> I was going to say my siblings, but we're not going to go into that discussion. (laughs) We're not going to go into that discussion. But I have two parents, and I love them both equally, and I love them both for different reasons. Like, and I feel like if I were to be like, well, this is my favorite parent, or this is the only parent that I want to, like, attach myself to, then it would be kind of restricting for me, but also restricting for them, and it'd be, like, a lot of pressure because it's, like, one person, for me, like, what I noted and what you were saying is, like, you don't want one person to be your entire universe. Like, you're your own universe. Like, yeah. the way that I see myself, I'm, like, an entire person. I like me. I can be by myself, whatever. Um, but if I date someone, I want them to be an addition to myself. Like, if I'm a whole person, I want them to be a whole person. And then when we come together, we're, we create something that's different, you know? Yeah. We're not creating... a two halves of it you know individual we're creating a whole different being and Mm -hmm. I feel like we can create a lot of different beings with a lot of different people um and I think a part of like monogamy and monogamous relationships is that you kind of cut that off in a way Mm -hmm. um because there's a certain type of intimacy you know that comes with 
sex and there's a certain type of intimacy right. that comes with right. romance and stuff that you won't get in just like having a weird flirty friendship or whatever uh-huh. that you would have in a monogamous relationship. So then if you're in a polyamorous relationship, you have the opportunity to just go and explore those options. And like a lot of people, like I was talking to my friend, my other friend, and I was telling her, like, oh, you know, I'm polyamorous. And her first response was, no, you're a hoe. Like, <laughs> like you just like to pop pussy and just be out here and be loose and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, if that's what you consider a hoe, then yeah. Like, I'm just out here trying to live my life. But at the same time, it's not like I'm creating meaningless right. situations or experiences. Right. It's like I'm creating meaningful situations and experiences with multiple people. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that people need to kind of explore and kind of try to understand more is that with polyamorous relationships like you're doing the same in a monogamous relationship you're creating a meaningful relationship with that those like those multiple people it's not I feel like for some people like polyamorous relationships is like you're dating like everybody at the same time and it's kind of more serious than that it's just monogamy but like yeah with different people and that's hard for people I understand to understand um because, yeah, it is a fact. You are seeing different people. You are creating relationships with different people. Um, but I think the intent is different than yeah. if you were, like, hoeing around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so let's try and shift this a little bit. Okay. So what is your perspective of love? Like, how would you define love? The ultimate question. What is love? All right. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. (laughs) I think love is... Oh, man. I mean, you can experience love with anybody. Love is romantic. It is platonic. Um, You can love a flower. You can love your dog. But I think in this context, love in a relationship is honesty... I think it's communication. I think there has to be sexual attraction. You know, because, like, I can't love someone who I don't think is cute. It's it's just, I can't do it. That's I can't true. do it, you know? I think that's the case that's for true. most people. Um, and I think love is also accepting each other's flaws and, like, Acknowledging that each other will make mistakes, but that you're going to work through things together and, like, understand each other and help each other grow and support each other. I'm basing kind of all of this off of what I've seen in my parents mm-hmm. and my grandparents. Um, my parents have been married for almost 25 years. Their 25th anniversary is August 14th, and... Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, guys, you've been married for a quarter of a century. How do you feel? <laughs> and they just look at me like, girl, shut the hell up. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's those things. What do you think it is? <clears throat> I think love is a feeling. Um, and I feel like it can show itself in different ways. Like you were saying, you can love a flower differently than you love your mom or your dad or whatever. But it's love, you know? I feel like love is definitely just, like, unlimited and unrestricted. And, like, like I feel like if you love someone, you love them forever. Mm-hmm. Like, 
despite if you like them, despite if they make you upset or like, you know, you guys aren't in good, um, these people just stopped and stared in my eyes for like three seconds. I felt awkward, but, um, <laughs> just need to mind their own business. Yeah. Honestly, we're talking into a phone. Okay. It's right. a podcast. All right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like love is just, it, it's whatever it is to you. And so like, for me, love is, I don't, it, infinity, like it's not, it's not something that you can really explain cause it's a feeling. So I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. So, okay, so this is an example. Yeah. When you break up with someone, mm-hmm. say that you had a horrible relationship, but you you say that you love them in that relationship. Yeah. Do you say that you stop loving them after you guys break up? I guess it kind of depends on the circumstance. So do you think that love is situational? Ooh. Hmm. Maybe. How would you describe situational? Like, it depends on the situation? Yeah, like, if they're making you feel good, you love them. Pretty much. Oh. I mean, I don't think you should love someone if they only just make you feel good. Because that can be kind of toxic. You know? I think... I don't know. Because some people, like, when they break up, let's say, like... Okay, so I was dating somebody in college who was um, an exchange student from Saudi Arabia. (laughs) And we had dated on and off, kind of, like my junior year of college. Kind of broke things off. He just kind of ghosted me a little bit. I came back and was like, yo, what up? What was that? And he's like, well, I'm moving back to Saudi Arabia in a year, and I think things should have ended. I'm like, okay, well, you could have went that a totally different way. But anyways, then we have a class together my senior year. He texts me, I text him, things go one way, we're friends with benefits, and kind of dating-ish, I don't know, but when we kind of ended things, I did realize I loved this guy. I think he was probably the first real, like, love of my life, because I still always think about him, and if he hears this, he's gonna be like, oh my god, so, (laughs) but yeah, I do still love him, um, even though we had to break up because of the situation that we were in, you know? But if he were to, like, F me over and, you know, let's say physically abuse me or talk shit about me or disrespect me, like, then I wouldn't love him anymore and we would break up. So I definitely think it is situational. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like... Okay, so, you know, I've been in abusive relationships or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I can't say that I didn't love them. Like, I can't say that I don't love them even still. Like, for me, it's like people can... Love is a feeling for me. And so, like, if something... If I feel the love that's there... Yeah. It doesn't negate what they're doing. It doesn't, like, excuse that they're being assholes or hurting me or whatever. But it's a love that I can't just wash away or, like... You know, so, like, the situation with Smokey or we're going to call the other person bald girl with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still love them. And if they were to hit me up today and be like, hey, you know, Nature Valley, like, sorry, we're going to, okay, we're just going to, all right. It just got real loud and rowdy over here. Wow. But if they would hit me up today and be like, hey, like, I miss you, yada, yada, I would definitely talk to them again because I'm not talk talk to them yeah but I would converse with them because they're people that I care about and that I love right yeah 
So my love didn't go anywhere for them. And it's it was interesting because I got into a very heated argument, I guess, with my sibling about this. And she couldn't understand how I could still love someone who was abusive. And yeah, I guess I can't really understand that. Yeah. Because, but it's, yeah. Because I don't know, when you disrespect somebody, I just feel like the love is gone I mean, people make mistakes and stuff, but for me, like, that love wouldn't be reciprocated anymore just because you've, you've hurt me mm-hmm. in multiple ways, and I don't think you deserve my love and attention. So do you feel like love is an action instead of a feeling, or do you feel like it's both? Or I think it's definitely both. Love is an action. Love is a feeling. Like, you feel the butterflies. You feel special when you're in love. But I also think, yeah, love is done through action. Like, actions speak louder than words. Like, I can, like, give you a sandwich and you're hungry. And I think that would be considered love. (laughs) Or, like, you know, if you got hurt and, like, I took you to the hospital, like, that would be love. Or that time you got really drunk, and then I brought you breakfast the next morning. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Y'all, she was the best. Oh, my God. So I had taken, backstory, I had taken, like, seven shots of Fireball one night because I was just like, yeah, let's do this. And I threw up for seven hours straight, and my kidneys hurt for the next two days. And she brought me food and took care of me, and it was great. And you felt that I loved you. Yes. Through my actions. Yes. But I already knew you loved me, too, because of, like, you know, previous times we spent together. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. But, yeah, in that moment, I knew, I was like, this, this is love. <laughs> Interesting. It's weird because everything, well, I wouldn't say everything, but there were more bad moments in the relationship that I had with Smokey than good. Mm-hmm. But I still felt that she loved me. Like, despite the craziness and the arguments and all of the abuse and stuff, like, there was just a feeling there. Like, when she looked at me, I could tell that... She knew that she was fucked up. She knew that she wasn't in the position to show that she loved me. But she loved me, though. Yeah. Like, and I felt that. And I felt that because, like, when we kept breaking up and blah, 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 like, she would always... And it's I don't know if this is, like, validating, but she would always come back. But that's not the part that showed it. It's that she would come back and I would feel... Like, she was present. Like, she was loving me. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe it. Yeah. But I think that can be kind of dangerous, yeah. too. Um, because, you know, I could hurt you. I could... Let's say I could smack you upside the head today. And then I would see you in, like, two weeks and bring you flowers and, like, talk with you and stuff and spend time with you and show you that I still love you. But, like... That can be really dangerous because, like, you don't know if I've, like, really changed my intentions or my just way of being, you know? Because, like, I could get heated again and I could slap you again, you know? I think a part of loving, though, is seeing that and, like, loving them despite that. Like, just because you love someone doesn't mean that you have to be in their lives. Like, obviously, I'm not in this girl's life now. We're blocked. Like, we don't talk, you know, none of that. But it's, like... I still love her, and I know that if she needed me or she wanted to talk to me or anything, I would be there for her, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But when do you like draw the line? For me, like I said, love is infinite, so I don't have a line to draw. I mean, if there were a situation where things got violent again, like just cut her off again, give her some more time, because at the end of the day, for me, it's like we're human beings. We're all kind of fucked up, and it's not excusing it. And you can choose what you, you know, want to deal with and stuff like that. But, like, loving, for me, is in spite of that. Even if, like, she killed a member of your family? Then I would kill a member of hers, but I would still love her. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, because for me, love is a feeling. It's not something that's based on action. It's just something that you feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you describe, like, I can't describe love perfectly into words because you can't really describe feelings into words. Like, no, how would you, you describe can't. happiness? Like, how would you describe how you feel when you're happy? Just, you feel good. Right. <laughs> but you can't really describe it. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right. I just, yeah, and I understand where you're coming from. I just see a lot of danger in it. Yeah. I think that's what's, I mean, I'm very selective with who I love at this point. I'm very, I've learned that I'm very, like, selective. And, oh, wow, there's a whole couple next to me. I didn't even, <laughs> that's not awkward. <laughs> but, uh. It's cool, we're just talking into a phone. Basically, it's a podcast. It'll look cool later. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. So, <laughs> that's that. It's us. Did you see us right there? The white girl. Oh, yeah. I hate my really. I hate my outfit. I love your outfit. Thanks. But, um, yeah. I just. I don't know. I feel like you can't put certain feelings into a box. And since I feel like love is a feeling, you can't box it in. And that's why I feel like polyamorous relationships are the way to go because it doesn't limit you at all. Like it's like I'm, okay, yeah. if right now I don't feel like this person is acting how I want them to act, despite if I feel that the love is there. Then I'm going to just go and I'm going to hang out with my other boo who's making me feel good right now. And then later I can just come and talk to you if that's what I want to do. But it's like not being boxed into a situation where you're just, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're tied to a person. And also I feel like I want to be in a polyamorous relationship because like I want the person to choose me every single time. Like you can have so many options. You can talk to Shay Shay and Belisha and I don't know all these <laughs> <laughs> ugly names I'm making up. But you can have all these options. But like, still choose me at the end of the day. Like, if you come home to me every night, even though you're talking to whoever, 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 and if you include me into the conversations that you want to have, and if you include me into your decisions, like it's like I know that you love me. Right. And I know that despite you wanting to be, you know, whatever, be free with other people, that the love that you have for me doesn't change despite that. Like, for me, it's like the saying, like, um, another woman's beauty doesn't negate your own or something like that. Like, you having love for someone else doesn't negate the love that you have for me. Right. You know? Right. Now I'm thinking of a question. Yeah. So, like, you said how... Like, you know, you can have other options. You can talk to other girls and stuff. But if you still come home to me or, like, tell me what's going on and everything, like, and you show that you love me, it's good. Right. Now, what if the polyamorous relationship kind of becomes a little toxified in a way where the person who, let's say, is in the center of this relationship and has all the other girlfriends, what if they stop coming to you and they stop telling you stuff Mm -hmm. and they just kind of keep you to the side like yeah. a condiment like maybe I'll choose you but you know I'm gonna have a hot dog so I don't really need ketchup right now I'm gonna um you know I'm gonna have mustard for about 
let's say two months and never touch the ketchup yeah but the ketchup's still there what do you what do you do what do you what do you say to that that yeah I mean, just like a monogamous relationship, if you don't feel like the love is there, if you feel like what you want in a relationship is not there with your partner, you can leave. And you can talk to your other partners, you know what I mean? You're not trapped. Like, for me, in a polyamorous relationship, you're never trapped. Like, Mm -hmm. if I feel like you're not giving me what I want right now, then I can just drop you and I can go and talk to whoever whoever else I want to talk to. Mm -hmm. And also, that's a problem because if you're in a relationship with someone in general, you're supposed to show them that you care about them and love them and not toss them to the side. Like, polyamorous relationships are equal relationships with different people. But if someone is, like, kind of taking advantage of those options and just keeping you to the side for, like, a safety net, you know, but focusing on, like, a different person... Then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where it can get yeah. a little dicey. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, I don't think I would personally be in a relationship with someone like that. Yeah. Um, because for me now, I have like a screening process. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I got to kind of see if I really like you and you really like me. Because right. otherwise, yeah, this is just not going to work. I mean, right. you that's can. That's that communication right. always exactly. is coming in. Any relationship needs communication. Yep. Or else it's going to be fake. Exactly. And I don't like fake. No. I don't have time for fake. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Um, do you have any more questions or anything else you want to talk about? Um, you know, not really, but I will say just when you are exploring the idea of love or sexuality or relationships, don't be afraid to have these conversations like this. Yeah. But also don't be quick to judge people you know I think that's where we as human beings really fail to understand each other and we can agree to disagree you know I Kayleen like (laughs) just keep going can you edit that out yeah okay nature valley so like nature valley (laughs) believes and polygamy and I believe in monogamy but I still love her you know and that's the thing with our relationship you know you understand each other's differences you talk it out but yeah don't be afraid to talk it out and understand where that person's coming from and they'll try to understand where you're coming from exactly exactly All right, so this wraps up this episode of I Just Want to Fucking Know. Thank you for uh, joining me on this show, Mel. You're welcome, Nature Valley. Thank you for letting me come on your show next to the beautiful Chicago River in the nighttime. Of course, I'm trying to romance you. Oh, thank you. Well, it's working. That's oh, working. Yeah. I'm feeling romanticized. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. Um, feel free to follow my Twitter at IJWFK. <laughs> I just want to fucking know <laughs> on uh, Twitter. It's a picture of a little rose, and we can continue this conversation if you guys would like. Would you like to shout out your social media or anything? Uh, yeah, sure. My <laughs> social media is, I think my Insta is um, Mel 
L-E-E-R-O-H. So feel free to follow me on there. My Twitter is kind of for work purposes, so don't really follow me on that because it's pretty effing boring. But <laughs> yeah, follow me on Insta. Hit me up. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see or I will see you perhaps with another special guest next time on I Just Want to Fucking Know. Bye.